Father, we thank you for your word today. We praise you for it now. In the name of Jesus. Now, if we look to you, we believe you. We thank you for sending your healing anointing to us today. We praise you for it now. We receive it by faith in Jesus' name. Let the weak say, I'm strong. Let the strong say, I'm stronger. Let the uh-huh. sick say, I am healed. In Jesus' name. Amen. Amen. All right. Today, I want to use, hell, I'm not going to use another man of God's work. Uh, this is where this lesson is coming from today. It blessed me, and I'm not even finished with it. And we are sure it will bless you too. But there are some things that the Holy Spirit revealed to me to show me in here. This gentleman's name is Pastor Bill Winston. I'm sure some of you have heard of him. We are coming from one of uh, his books today. In a, in a chapter out of his book. So grab pen and paper. Listen very closely. It's going to really bless you. You're going to see why the Holy Spirit wanted you to know this. Okay? And All right, uh, Prophet. So we are again. reading from uh, Pastor Bill Winston's book called Transforming Your Thinking. It's called Transform Your Thinking. And we're reading the chapter uh, uh, in chapter one, and it's a subtopic in chapter one called The Power of Choice. Again, this is Bill Winston's book, Transform Your Thinking, chapter one, subtopic, The Power of Choice. And I'll begin in that chapter. He says, when God called me into the ministry, he gave me understanding by lighting my spirit with an illustration. I saw a doctor's office with a lot of people walking by outside. The doctor was inside doing busy work. And he hadn't even put out a sign yet that said open for business. But then I saw all these people lined up outside his office just waiting for him to open up and to treat them. The Holy Spirit spoke right into my spirit and said, Son, you've got to go into the ministry because a lot of people are waiting on what I have put in you. Just stop me when you're ready, Apostle. Sure. God wants you to make the right decision so you too can fulfill the destiny he has for you and in the process, a whole lot of other people will get touched and blessed by God. Now, let's pause there for a second. Pay attention to words here. God wants you to do what? Make the right choice. To fulfill the the destiny that he has for your life. Yes. But now watch this here. See the choices that you make? 
you would think it's just going to affect you. But that's not true. It's going to affect you and those around you. Who is it going to affect? You and those around you. Uh, remember the scripture, prophet, it talks about choose you this day whom you will serve. But for yes. me, but for me and my house, we will serve the Lord. Look at what he said. But for me and my house, we are doing this. What is that this? We're going to serve the Lord. Whatever choices you make, it affects more than you. It affects those who are around you. Okay. Okay, I'll go back to Dr. Winston. But to make the right decision, you have to have revelation and understanding, which you will not get unless you renew your mind with God's word. Wow. Your soul is your mind, your emotion, and your will. I'll say it again. Your soul is your mind, your emotion, and your will. Mm-hmm. It is it is where you make decisions. Therefore, your destiny and the quality of your life are determined by your soul. Did you catch that? that? Is, I'll say it again. Therefore, your destiny and the quality of your life are determined by your soul. That is why the Bible stresses. Mm-hmm. That is why the Bible stresses that you must be transformed by the renewing of your mind. Yes. You, you have to get your mind transformed by the word of God, which means it comes under complete submission to the Holy Spirit in your spirit. Yes. You must come under complete submission to the Holy Spirit in your spirit. See, this is what it means. Uh, receiving Jesus, not only as Savior, but as Lord also. When Jesus is Lord, he's Lord over all. Mm-hmm. He's the savior of your body. Please hear this. He is the savior of everything. He is the master of everything. In other words, he's the boss. He is the your boss. body has to get in line with the word of God because he said so. And he is Lord. Amen. Okay. Praise God. So I'll repeat that last statement. You must be transformed by the word of God. This is how you get your mind transformed by the word of God, which means 
it must come under complete submission to the Holy Spirit, which is in your spirit. Yes. Then, then you will begin to think, speak, and act like Jesus instead of that old, selfish, sinful person you were, you used to be, before you got saved. Wow. You will act from your communication with God instead of your physical senses and carnal thinking. You will cease living the low life and now live the high life. Now, sickness and disease is a part of that low life. Mm. But that's not what God wants you. God wants me and you living the high life. Absolutely. Glory to Jesus. Okay. Continuing. Your soul is where the battle lies. Whoever and whatever controls your soul, whoever and whatever possesses your thinking, emotion, and will, that will determine the course of your life. I'm going to read that paragraph. Yes. Your soul is where the battle lies. Whoever and whatever controls your soul, whoever and whatever possesses your thinking, your emotion, and your will, determines the course of your life. Now let's pause there for a second. Wouldn't you agree that's powerful? It is. It is. This is why the scripture talks about a whole, whole lot. Get the mind renewed. Romans chapter 12 and verse 2. And be not conformed to this world, but be transformed by the what? By the renewing of your mind. When you get born again, now you got to do something with your mind. Mm-hmm. Your mind did not get born again. No, it didn't. Only your spirit did. Your body and your mind, you got to do something with it. Romans chapter 12, verse 1 and verse 2. But now notice, whoever is controlling your mind, you see why he wanted renewed? Whoever is controlling your mind is controlling you. Your destiny, even the actions that take place in your life, that's where it's coming from. You start to say something, Prophet? I was just saying that that's so true. He says, whoever and whatever controls your soul. Whoever and whatever controls and possesses your thinking, your emotions, your will, that determines the course of your life. Now hear that. It determines where you're going to end up at. It determines what's going to happen in your life. And prophet, there are many people mad at God 
upset with God because things happen in their life. But what they don't realize, and they're finding out this morning, it wasn't God at all. Of course not. Who is controlling your thinking? Who's dominating your thinking? Did y'all see it? Mm-hmm. Come on. Well, let's bring it home, Apostle. Let's do an example there. Let's pause right there. Uh, and let's zero in on what Dr. Winston is saying right here. Let's do an example. He says, your soul is where the battle lies. Now, we've gotten yeah. that figured out. We've gotten that figured out. And he told us a few minutes ago, he said, your soul is your mind, it's your emotion, and it is your will. So he says, whoever is controlling that part of you, whoever and whatever controls your soul, which is your mind, your will, your intellect. Yes. Whoever, whatever possesses your thinking, your emotions, your will, he said that will determine the course of your life. Now think about that. Let's do an example. So who, who are you listening to? Who's your source? Who do you trust? Who do you listen to? All right. Who do you read behind? Who, who do you, who do you go to for advice? Who is the big elephant in your life where you are listening to, you are believing what they're saying, you are paying attention to their words, you're following after their examples, you're trying to mimic them, you're, they are your go-to, they are your all and everything, everything. Now, he, what he's saying is, if that's not a scripture, if it is not God, it's going to be whoever you are. Your life is going to go the way of whoever you're following after, whoever you're thinking, whoever you're listening to, whoever you're associating with, whoever you are surrounding yourself with. That's the way your life is going to go. Well, let's bring it home. Jesus is saying this to us. In 1 Peter 2.24, he says, Who his own self, Jesus Christ, bear your sins in his own body on the tree as on an altar. He offered himself on it. Come on, finish it. You see it? He offered himself on it. That, yeah. that, 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 that you don't have to take the sickness and the sins in your own body. That, but by his stripes, it goes on to say, you not going to be that verb there. Go look at it for yourself. That verb there says, were healed. By his life, you were healed. Now, that's what the scripture is saying. Are you listening to that? Are you listening to someone that says, you're not going to get the healing this time? I'm just being real about this. Let's bring this thing home. Let's do a real live example because this is what it boils down to what Dr. Winston is saying. He's saying, your soul is where the battle lies. That's your right. soul is your mind, your will, your intellect, your emotion. All right, we got that straight. If you're listening to if your will, your mind, your will, and your intellect is focused on scriptures like First Peter 2.24 that tells you by the stripes of Jesus Christ, you were healed. If that's your go-to, if that's the big elephant in your life, if that's your resource, if that's where you go to listen and get filled up with 
with, with, with what you need for the day, guess what? Your life, your whole day is going to follow that. That's what he's saying. That's right. Your life, your course of action is going to be followed and filtered through that source of information that you put in your, in your, in your mind early in the morning. That's right. But if it's not, but if it is not, if it's going to be those who are telling you, you're not going to get your healing because dot, dot, dot. If that, mm-hmm. Let me tell you something. Your, your faith is going to be very weak. You're not, you're going to be thinking like that. The fear is going to come. Oh, I'm not getting my healing because I sinned 20 years ago. Or I've, I've, uh, you know, I'm not, I'm, I'm, I'm just not, uh, right with God. Or I made a mistake. Or whatever. I don't qualify. Or, or <laughs> healing went out with apostles. Whatever. Whatever they're telling you. I don't know what excuses they're making to tell you that. But let me tell you, that's the voice of Satan in the garden. That's right. That's the voice of Satan in the garden. He came to influence Adam and Eve because he knew the only way he could get this world system away from them is to make them believe the lie that he was pushing. He couldn't take it. He couldn't take what God had given them. He had to persuade them to give it over to him. Are you listening to me? And when you give over to the lie that you're not going to get your healing, you won't get it. That's right. Because you, first of all, the truth of the matter is, watch this now. You don't have to get it. No. Now stay with me. Stay with me. You don't have to get it. The scripture says Jesus got it for you. He yeah. paid the price. He took it in his own body. That's what First Peter's talking about over there. He took it in his own body. And by his stripes that he endured on that cross, on that old rugged cross for you and me, huh? by those stripes that he took, the Bible says you and I, W-E-R-E, that's past tense all day long. I don't care how you look at it. Well, you say, well, I still have healing. I have sickness in my body. Of course you do. We're not trying to tell you that the sickness is not there because, remember, you're still in the flesh, and Satan is a deceiver, and he's walking up and down, the Bible says, in this world, seeking whom he may, he may what? What? Devour. He's seeking whom Devour. he may what? Devour. Devour. And, that's, and that's how he gets into our bodies, to bring sickness. God doesn't bring sickness. That's another lie people want to tell us. Well, you know, God got you suffering for this and God got you know, he, he needs you to suffer to 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 show the people uh to show somebody this or that. God doesn't well if he put if he gave you if he gave his son to die for us, why does he have to have us to suffer after that for to show proof to somebody else that what what? See you can't even make sense of that. He's not an Indian giver. He's not gonna give you healing and then take it back from you. No. Satan is a deceiver. Are you listening to me? That's He's right. just trying to deceive you into thinking that you got to go get your healing. Just like he did with Adam and Eve. Well, not Adam, because Adam was not deceived. Adam knew the truth. That's how Eve was deceived into thinking, putting in her mind what he wanted her to think. <clears throat> Excuse me. <clears throat> Are you listening? That's right. So, who, whoever you're, and she listened to that. She listened and she ate of that 
fruit. That's all he wanted her to do. Yeah. You notice he didn't go to Adam with that? He couldn't, he couldn't see Adam knew the truth. Cause, because God told Adam, he gave Adam the instruction. He said, in the day you touch it, in the day you touch it, you will surely die. So notice he didn't even go. Adam, Adam knew the truth. Eve was not even around when God gave those instructions. You need to know your Bible. That's why he said study to show yourself approved unto God. A workman that need not be ashamed. Watch this word. Rightfully dividing the truth of the word of God. Where was she when God gave the instructions? She wasn't even there. But she had heard from Adam a long time. And so he was, she was easily deceived. And she ate of that tree. You know, he said, oh, come on, you don't have to listen to that. What he knows is the day you eat that food, you're going to be wise, just like him. And she took it. This is what Satan's trying to do to you and to me and to each of us today in the body of Christ. He's a deceiver. He's a liar. He's a thief. And he wants to steal from you. Jesus Christ already got your healing, child of God. But here's the part you must play in maintaining what was given you. You must believe and you must make the word of God your final authority on everything. You must believe the word of God. You must stand on the word of God. You must eat that word. You must every day go to it and and thank God for it. And in doing that, look at what Mark 11 says. Mark 11 says, have faith in God. Verse 20, 22. It says, have faith in God. For verily I say unto you, that whosoever shall say unto this mountain, what is the mountain? The problem, the sickness that's there. He's telling you, say to it, be removed. So you say, high blood pressure in the name of the Lord Jesus, based on what God is telling me, and I'm speaking to you. I'm telling you to be removed. I'm telling you to be plucked up. I'm telling you to be cast into the sea in the name of the Lord Jesus. Diabetes, I'm speaking to you. And this is what you have to do. He didn't tell you it would not come. Satan would not come and attack your body with these, put these sicknesses on you. See, you are the healed. But if he can make you believe you've done something wrong, that you deserve to keep this thing on you, you can make excuses and say, well, you know, it was my own fault and I did this and it's my time to die and I, you know, God only promised us 70 years and all that kind of rigmarole. But I could show you in the scriptures where that's not what God said. Again, that's what Satan has put out there and he wants us to believe that about you. Yeah. yeah. You got a lot of people think, oh, well, you know, you get around your 70s, that's it. Well, what is, what, what are you going to do with the scriptures that's over in Genesis, uh, chapter three and uh, chapter six and verse three? What are you going to do with that? Well, he promised him. What are you going to do with with Psalms 91? He said, I'll satisfy you. I will satisfy you with long life. My father in the gospel used to teach that. He said, if you're not satisfied, just keep on living. Because you can go to God with that and say, Father, I'm not satisfied. If you're 70 and you're not satisfied, Father, you told me you were satisfied. I'm not satisfied. But see, your faith has to be there. Are you listening to me, child of God? You have That's to have right. faith in that. And what Satan does is he come to try to talk you out of that. 
He comes to try to be the voice in your head. This is what Dr. Winston is talking about. Who are you listening to? Who who are you believing? Because that's that's the way your life is going to travel. Whoever you are listening to, whoever you are believing, that's what he's saying right here. Whoever and whatever controls your thinking, your emotions, your will, he says, that will determine the course of your life. Are you getting it? So if you let people tell you, you know, well, you know, it's God's will for you to die right now. It's God's will for you. No, that is not the truth. Show me that in the scripture. That's all I'm, that's all Dr. Winston is saying. That's just an example of what he's, he's saying, you, you, your life is going that way because that's what you're listening to. That's who's around you. That's who's encouraging you. That's who's, who's giving you, you know, your information. What, what are you going to do, child of God? Are you going to listen to those or are you going to listen to the word of God? Yeah. You yeah, have to make a decision. Run. Yes, you must make a decision. And that's what the apostle just said. As for me in my house, come on, we're going to serve the Lord. You say, well, how do I serve the Lord? By listening to his word, by doing what he's telling you to do. Mm-hmm. Your right. life will be determined, and, and, and the course of your life will be determined by who you listen to. We shared with you uh, last Saturday, a Saturday before last, whenever it was, I don't know, in healing school, when Jesus was dealing with this Jairus, Jairus' daughter who was dead, and you know she was dead as a doorknob. They knew she was dead. They came and told him Jesus was on the way to go and heal her. And they said, don't bother the master anymore. Your daughter is now dead. Jesus said he heard what they were saying. The Bible said he ignored their thoughts. You remember that. And then they tried to come in where he was going to heal, to minister to that young girl. And, and the Bible says he put them out. Yeah. What, 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 what were we saying? That was a good example. I'm not listening. Jesus said, I'm not listening to them. Jesus made a decision to turn inwardly to the voice in his head, which was his father. He turned inward to what God was telling him. And what is that? You can have what you say if you doubt not in your heart. And he knew he was going in there and tell that girl to just rise from there. He knew that. But with the naysayers around you, they will affect you. They're trying to get that stinger in you. As we pointed out last time in the, in the healing clinic, they want to put that stinger in you. And what is that stinger? When a beast stings you, that stinger is going into your flesh. And it's going to hurt. It's going to become irritated. It's going to get worse and worse before it gets better until you get that thing out of there. Well, it's the same way with Satan puts these negative thoughts in your mind. You And then, you know, people do that. Oh, no, I, I'm just kidding. I, I didn't mean to say that. Oh, you go to, you go to trial. A pastor gave a great example of that in, in one of our training sessions. You, you know, your, your attorneys, you have the defense and DA, whatever. And they all want to present their case. And you have some people just jump up and spurt out things. And you know it doesn't have anything to do with that case, but they want you to hear it anyway. And they'll jump and say, well, he's a murderer. And the judge will hit that gavel and he'll say, strike that from the record. 
It may be struck struck from the record, but you heard it, didn't you? So the jury heard it. The jury heard that. And you, you're not going to erase this on your thinking. How are you going to do that? That singer is in there. And so That's he's right. just telling you, he's telling you what he wants to tell you all day long. You're not going to get your healing. You're not going to see, and you're listening to that. That singer is in you. And you can say all day long, well, you know, I'm not going to, that's not the truth. That's not the truth. But see, when you lie down at night, when you're alone, those, that singer is going to rise up and just constantly, I mean, just constantly pound on you. Those thoughts are going to be there at night. Well, you're not going to get your healing. Well, you know, you, 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 you messed up. Well, you know, it's your time to die. Well, you know, it's on all those thoughts. That singer is that child of God that's always saying. Who? That's, we're giving an example of what Dr. Winston is saying right here when he says, your soul is where the battle lies. Whoever and whatever controls your thinking, your emotion, and your will, and that's going to determine the course of your life. But Jesus yeah. showed you, we showed you examples last week. God said, put, put them out. Don't even let them talk to you. Don't listen to that. Do not pay attention to it. But you must feed on the word of God. That's right. See, whatever you believe is where you will end up. Whatever you believe, that's what another scripture says, take heed of what you hear. Another scripture says, take heed of how you hear it. See what you are giving your ears to listen to? It's affecting you. Whether you believe it is or not, it's affecting you. And what you do is affecting you and all of those around you. Well, my life is so bad because who's in the White House? That's not true. Did you know that? I used to talk that too. But I learned from the word of God, that's not true. The battle is in your mind. Jesus said, by his Christ, you are healed. In the world system, they say, well, there's no more we can do for you. Your insurance company is trying to call a lot of those shots. You better get off that system and get on the word of God where you have what you say. Are you listening to it? Whatever you believe is where you will end up. What you are listening to. Satan is buying for your mind. He wants your mind. So does God. That's why he said, get your mind renewed. But Satan wants to control you. God don't want to control you. But Satan does. And all these bad things happen in your life. Not a day you are finding out where it's coming from. The battlefield is in your mind. It's what you are allowing to influence your thinking. Okay? Amen. 
And and so, uh, thank you, um, Apostle, for your comment uh, before we go back to Dr. Winston. This is why Satan fights you so much in the area when it's time to get on this into the healing clinic. That's right. Are you listening to me? When it's time to get into healing school in the morning, on Saturday morning, I know this by the will of God. I know this by the Spirit of God. There's a battle. Satan will fight you. He will probably try to make us sleepy, oversleep, got to go to business meeting, got to go to tend to this, this emergency arise. Sometimes the clock doesn't go. We might forget. What's going on? Satan doesn't want you in healing school. No. Because the voice that's in healing school is the voice of the Lord. Now, that might sound like I'm tooting my own horn or patting myself on the back, but I'm not. No. Everything you hear in healing school, we give you the reference where we get it from. Yeah. We don't we don't do speed preaching in healing school. We don't come in with hermeneutics and homiletics and preaching and, and trying to preach over your head or just not giving you an opportunity to participate or telling you things that we think or telling you what we believe. No. Larry and I, Larry and Helen, are just servants, are just voices of the Most High God. What we say to you, we say, thus said the Lord, and we show it to you where he has said it. For example, I went in when giving you an example of what Dr. Winston was talking about. I said to you that the voice, there are two voices. There's the voice of the devil, which tells you, you're not going to get your healing. But then there's the voice in the Bible, in First Peter 2.24. And we know what that's saying. There's another voice in the Bible, in Proverbs 4 and 20. He said, attend to his word. Incline your ear to my thing. Let my words not depart from your eyes. Keep my words in the midst of your heart. That's God. See it? We're talking to you. All Larry and I are doing is giving voice to the scriptures and asking you to make a decision now who you're going to listen to. You may have had your neighbor tell you, well, you know, it doesn't look like you're going to get healed. doesn't look like you're going to. Who's going by what it looks like? You see, so we're just giving you sound doctrine from the word of God. The words that are rolling off of our lips is what the scripture is saying. You have your Bible right there on your table, your coffee table, in your bed with you, driving down the highway, on your iPhones, wherever. You can go to it and search it out for yourself. That's what we want you to do. We want you to get this word in your spirit. So, Satan knows that. He knows this is the safe source for you. He knows it's a very positive place for you, so he doesn't want you here. You know, we have people that used to be on with us who are no longer with us. Why? Something somebody said offended them. 
or, you know, they don't have the time anymore. Oh, I don't believe this anymore. Whatever it is, they're no longer there. Mm-hmm. Now, who do you think influenced that person to stop listening? Because surely it's not a big effort they have to make. All they have to do is dial the phone. We are on teaching this word every day of the world. That's Sunday right. morning, you want to tune in, you can tune in to the Sunday morning virtual church, sir. Saturday morning, you want to tune in, you can tune in to Saturday morning healing school. Hello, somebody. Monday, Tuesday, Wednesday, not Monday, Tuesday, Wednesday, and Thursday, you want to tune in to the Bible study at night with Apostle on Facebook. Thursday morning, you want to listen to God in your business. Are you listening? Every day, we try to have something that's rolling out for you. And at Monday, Monday through Friday, we're in the prayer centers with this word. Every day you can find something that we're saying from the word of God. And we use the word as our sword. Amen. So you have to decide, who am I going to listen to? And it's very easy to do. It's at the tip. It's right there at your fingertips. You decide whether you're going to dial that number, whether you're going to tune in, whether you're going to sit in the comfort of your home. See how easy God has made this? But Satan, even even if you decide to tune in, sometimes you'll let the phone just keep ringing off the hook or somebody ringing the doorbell or the kids just want your attention or the cat fighting the dog or just anything just to keep you from hearing. Have you ever noticed that? You know why? Because Satan knows this. If he can get, if he'll let you alone and let you listen and let you pay attention and let you just keep coming and keep eating and keep, you know, developing your spirit along the lines of the word of God, your life will go the way of the word of God. That's right. Absolutely. Yes, now getting back Now, getting back to what Dr. Winston said, he said, this is something the enemy knows, that your life will go the way of whomever you listen to. He said, the devil and his demons will do everything in their power that they can do to get your mind on anything but the word of God. Yes. Dr. Winston went on to say, your life today, now this is powerful. I had to highlight it. Your life today, this day, is a result of the decisions you have made in the past. Wow, man, that's cold-hearted, but it's true. Yes. It's true. And if you go back and examine your life, you'll find some decision you made down the line back then caused, it's called called cause and effect. You know that. That's right. Yes. I'm going to repeat, Dr. Winston said, your life today is a result of the decisions you have made in the past. Going on with Dr. Winston, he said, 
God gave you a free will, and he will guard and protect it. He has such respect and regard for your free will that he will let you choose hell over him in your lifetime if that's your decision. The enemy also knows this, and he will try to influence your decision by capturing your soul. Mm-hmm. He said the devil and his demons influence your decisions through circumstances and your physical environment. They introduce thoughts to your mind mm-hmm. and get you focused on what your five physical senses perceive. They will use people that they can influence to harm you or offend you. He goes on to say, some of these people have no idea that they are being used by the enemy. They are either unbelievers or believers with unrenewed minds. That's that's big. That's big. You know, you have a lot of believers around you. People love the Lord with all their hearts, and you know they do. You've seen the wonderful way they've responded, the the way they've responded in your life, the love they've shown you, and how they're there for you every minute, every second of the day. If you need them here, they are Johnny on the spot. But at the same time, you try to convince them that God will, you know, is in the healing business, and they'll say, oh, no, come on, we don't believe that. Are you listening to me? Yeah. You see, that's what he's saying. They're, they're believers who have unrenewed minds. For somebody to tell you God is not a healer, that's a believer with an unrenewed mind. That's right. And they think they're doing right, but watch this. They're deceived. Now, mm-hmm. Dr. goes on to give us a good example of a person who was deceived. And y'all know this person. Just keep listening. Keep listening. He said, here's a great example of someone who thought he was doing a good thing, but he wasn't. He said he was doing a great example of someone who thought he was doing a good thing was Saul of Tarsus. Y'all remember Saul of Tarsus? Who later became, who later became who? The Apostle Paul. We all know the Apostle Paul, right? Well, see, remember, before he was Apostle Paul, he was Saul of Tarsus. And so before he was saved, Dr. Winston goes on to say, before he was saved, he was responsible. Are you listening? He was responsible for persecuting and executing the Christians. But in his mind, he believed he was faithfully serving God in killing Christians. Now, you could pause and think on that for a moment. This is the Apostle Paul. Who is the Apostle Paul? He's the apostle who wrote three, who, who wrote two-thirds of the New Testament. He's the Apostle Paul. He wasn't the Apostle Paul then. He was deceived by the devil, thinking that to kill a Christian was serving God. Are you listening? So Paul's life, Dr. Winston goes on to say, demonstrated how Satan influenced the decisions that he made before he was saved. 
That's right. And but Jesus influenced his decisions after he was saved. He went from living yeah. the low life to living the high life.